0: Today's readings are Mark 10 through 11. Note that we are covering some things we already talked about in the book of Matthew. As my notes build on themselves, I usually won't recap those. Rabbit Trails Matthew 10 verse 1 makes my heart smile. The crowds gather to him, and again, as is his custom, he teaches them. His love for us is so deep, and He recognized the hunger and longing within them. In response, He was kind, gentle, and giving to those seeking Him. May we mimic this behavior in every facet of our lives as believers, knowing that we represent the Father in every interaction, every conversation, every workday, every email, and every social media post. Divorce when studying Mark 10, verses 2 through 12, we need to go back and read the depiction of this event in Matthew 19:3. There is a three-word difference between the two passages, and I think that may be key. In the Mark passage, the Pharisees ask if it is lawful for a man to divorce his wife. In the Matthew passage, they ask if it is lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason. There is a distinct difference between the two. Now, Messiah, as always, elevates the law to its fullest and demonstrates that this is a heart matter. It all depends on whose heart we are seeking, our own or Yahweh's. Messiah also clarifies that Moses allowed divorce because he recognized the hardened state of their hearts. I expanded on this in my Matthew 5-6 through 6 notes. Mark 10, verses 17-23 through 23 why was it so hard for the rich man to enter into heaven? In this case, when faced with the gift of salvation and eternity in exchange for giving up his possessions, rather than be joyful, he grieved over his possessions. He valued most what had no eternal value. In Mark ten eighteen, when Yeshua asks why the young man is calling him good and states that no one is good except Yahweh, some scholars believe that he is actually challenging him. I am in this camp as well. Yeshua is not saying that he isn't good. He is simply asking the young man why he called Yeshua good if the only good one is Yahweh. Yeshua is challenging this man to really consider who he is. Mark ten thirty one brings to mind Matthew five nineteen. Check them both out when you get a chance and see if you see the relationship between the two. Mark 10, verses 32 through 34, have Yeshua foretelling his death. I can't help but read this scene in the tone of a patient, loving assurance, as a parent would speak to a child when they were trying to assure them that everything was going to be okay. In Mark 11, verses 12 through 24, we see the fig tree. There is some thought that Messiah is acting out the parable of the fig tree found in Luke 13, verses 6 through 9. In Mark eleven twenty five, 25, we are told once again that we need to make sure we aren't withholding forgiveness from anyone while expecting the Father to grant forgiveness to us. That's all for my notes today. Leave your rabbit trails in the group. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21. We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.